A quick note before we get started. Did you know we have an email list? Go to hpleadershippodcast.com and enter your email into the form at the bottom left to sign up. Get our PDF on common obstacles and teamwork sent right to your inbox. Subscribers get first listens on new shows and exclusive content. Sign up today, hpleadershippodcast.com. On episode 40 of the High Performance Leadership Podcast, The Power of Accountability. You have to learn new skills, you have to practice those new skills, and you have to be accountable to others if behavior is going to change. You're listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast, insights and information from world-class leadership experts. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Randy Lane. Today we're talking about accountability and mastermind groups. Who needs one? What's the purpose? Can it make you a better person? Chip recently gave a talk on the subject. He also shared a fun story about a bald eagle raised by chickens. Ask yourself at the end of the podcast, is that me? Am I a bald eagle raised by chickens? And now, here's Chip. The highest level of goal achievement is not only to write them down and to keep them visible for you so that you can see them, but you have to have weekly accountability to measurements of those goals to other people. If you do not have weekly accountability, all of us right now, I could say, write down three goals, something you want to accomplish in 2017. Y'all could think about those three and write down a couple. And a year from now, we'd get together and go, okay, how'd you do? And you might have hit one or two. But if every single week I called you and said, okay, you wrote down three goals, where are you at on them? What's your progress? If you really wanted to achieve them, you're going to answer the question. If you really didn't want to achieve them, you just wrote them down because it was an exercise, you're going to get irritated with me and quit answering my call. So do you want to make twice as much money next year as you made this year? Of course. Okay. How about you? How about you? How about you? If the answer is yes, you have to decide what it is that you want to do. You have to write it down and you have to be accountable to someone else on a weekly basis to those goals. Look at your seven closest people in your life. Out of those seven closest people, would they reciprocate with that same concept? Would they write down their goals and would you Every week, get together and talk about those goals and keep each other accountable. Would you learn something new from them? Would you, would it, would it, that's 52 times a year. Would it happen? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. If you want to accomplish something more, you have to surround yourself with on-purpose people. You have to learn new skills. You have to practice those new skills. And you have to be accountable to others if behavior is going to change. And a lot of, time, a lot of times, people believe that the reason why they're not successful is because they need more knowledge. That's why these people that go to school forever, they think, oh, the more I learn, the the more successful I'll be. Now, those are the people that are in denial about the fact that eventually you're going to have to apply what you learned. And it's the application or the execution is where the gold is. I can't tell you how many senior leaders I've worked with that are great at putting together strategic plans and they just suck at execution of them. So they think, well, the strategy was wrong. Let's change the strategy. So they continually change the strategy and never execute. Some of you may do that yourself. 
in your personal life, in every aspect. To grow an organization, it takes emotional intelligence, trust, communication, uh, harnessing harmful behaviors, how to, how to delegate. You know, it's all the interpersonal skills that grow an organization, not technical skill and or technical knowledge. And what you also find, as you all know, a lot of people go to the web and learn all the technical component of it. So they're coming in and emotion is driving their behavior, not logic. But if the sales reps only trained on logic, that's what they lead with. And there's a disconnect, right? There's a naturalist and one day he's out driving around a gravel road and he's kind of looking up, going up this side of a mountain. He happens to look down on this farm and there's a big chicken coop with all these chickens running around. In the middle of this chicken coop, there's a, a really big bird in the middle of this chicken coop. So he's like, what the? So he kind of pulls his truck over, he takes out his binoculars, he looks down at this chicken coop and he focuses in and he sees a bald eagle in the middle of this big chicken coop with a whole bunch of other chickens, but this bald eagle is going picking it feed. He's like, that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So he turned his truck around, he went, he pulled in the driver's, uh, the farmer's driveway, knocked on the door and he said, man, I, I apologize, but I could not help but notice, it looks like you have a bald eagle out in your chicken coop. The farmer says, well, I do actually. He said, one day I was out in my field, I was plowing, taking corn up, and I almost ran over it. He said, I, I put my brakes on, I got out of my tractor, went over, and it was a, a baby bald eagle. He said, and I picked it up, I didn't know what to do with it, so I put it in the tractor with me, and it rode with me the rest of the day as I plowed the fields. I came home that night, I didn't know what to do with it. He said, so I just do it in the chicken coop with all my chickens, because I figured, well, it's a bird, we'll just put it in there. And he said, I've had it for four years now, and it's been raised by chickens. So as they're telling the story, he walks out there, and sure enough, here the naturalist and the farmer stand there, and here's this bald eagle. So the farmer says, well, what do you think? And the naturalist says, well, do you mind if I let it out and let it go? The farmer says, sure, I let it out every day. Naturalist kind of looks at him funny and he goes in there and opens up the chicken coop and sure enough all the chickens come running out. Sure enough there goes the bald eagle running out with him. Just So the naturalist goes over and he picks up this bald eagle and he says, now look, you're the bird of all birds. You can fly. Chickens can't, you know, they clip their wings. You can fly. So spread your wings. Fly. And the bald eagle looks at him like he's crazy. Like, no. I grew up with all these chickens. This is, this is home. I'm a chicken. Yeah, I look a little different. I feel a little different, but this is, this is my family. This is where I grew up. This is what I do every day. I come back to the same chicken coop, hang out with these same chickens every day. I'm a chicken. Natural says, no, you're not a chicken. You're a bald eagle. You were meant to do a lot more than this. So the natural says, okay, I got to change its environment. So he takes that bald eagle and he takes it and he goes up on the top of the barn where he can't see the chickens. He says, okay, eagle, look. See all of this? You can have all this. You, you're a bald eagle. You actually fly. You are like the top of the food chain. And the bald eagle is scared. He puts his wings out there, but no. He's like, I don't understand. If That means I have to go hunt and find my own food. But back here in the chicken coop, I get fed every day. It's safe. It's comfortable. I'm used to this. 
yeah, I'm sick of chicken feed, but at least it's comfortable. It's safe. I at least know what I'm going to get there. And the naturalist says, oh, my God, you have no clue how much potential you have, do you? I don't know. I'm, I'm the biggest, strongest chicken in my coop. I can kick anybody's ass that messes with me in my own coop. He says, yeah, but they're only chickens. You're like a senior in high school playing with junior high kids. This, it's not fair. So the naturalist says, okay, I've totally got it. So he takes a chicken, puts him in the truck. I mean, the eagle puts him in the truck and starts driving. And he drives all day long. Goes all the way up in the very top of the mountain. He holds that eagle up and he says, now look, you are the bird of all birds. I know you were raised by chickens. I know there's comfort in that chicken coop with all the other chickens. I get it. I know that you're going to miss the chicken coop and you can go back and visit whenever you want to. I'm not telling you to forget the people in your life. I'm not telling you not to think you're better than being a chicken. You were just made to do something different. And you are settling by being in a chicken coop. Spread your wings, fly. And I promise you, once you experience everything that you have, and I get you around other eagles so you can see how other eagles live, you'll be able to help the people in the chicken coop. But if you think and act like a chicken, even though God has given you tons of talent, you are doing not only yourself, but the people in your life a disservice. Stop being selfish. See the world not through fear, but through the opportunity. You were given more talent than you are using, and you're justifying why you're staying in this coop. Because it's through fear, through justification and rationalization, because the seven closest chickens in your life, you don't want to leave. And you would rather sacrifice long-term what you can do to help them and yourself because of the short-term uncomfort that it might happen to get outside of your comfort zone. Do something different. And give up some of the chickens that you grew up with and trade them in for some eagles. All of us, every single person in this room, including myself, we want more than what we have. And I'm not talking monetarily or household. I'm talking just life in general. We naturally are people that want to achieve, to do better, to give more, to be cared about and to care about others. We want it. But we don't allow it to happen. And usually it's out of fear or out of comfort. Thanks for listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Every little bit helps. Our website is hpleadershippodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hpleadershippodcast. Follow us on Twitter at hpl underscore podcast. And shoot us an email at podcast at 360solutions.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.